Hi, welcome to Conversations with Sammy. I am your host, and I'm so glad you're here. I believe in the miraculous impact of a powerful storytelling. And right here is where I invite everyday people like you and I to share their real, raw, and unedited journeys. In our conversations, we express our feelings, we celebrate our struggles, we share our visions, and together we aim to live a more fulfilling life. In this conversation, I speak with Jamie Stewart Taylor. Speaking with Jamie felt like an empowering coaching session and advice from heart to heart. Jamie shares her transformational journey in her relationship with herself, her marriage, work, and spirituality. We talk about developing self-discipline, what it takes to stand strong when roadblocks occur, what empowering tribe of people look like, and the effort in building lasting relationships. Enjoy. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Sammy. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Good morning. It is a beautiful Sunday. Coffee in hand. Yes, I'm on my second cup. I need some today. <laughs> How are you? How are you I'm feeling? I'm doing well. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being here. This is, this is so cool. I've been looking forward to chat with you. It's been a while. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. I always love, love, love hopping on podcasts. Yes. Can you believe the podcast? I'm, I'm, I'm creating one. It's happening. Like, whoa. It's my, <laughs> it's my COVID project that actually came up to life. And um, I'm really proud of it. And I'm excited. So thanks for being part of it. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you because uh, oh. I know that this was a, a big idea. What? Gosh, years ago when we first met. Man, I feel like there were so many ideas and there's always ideas, but the cool thing is that um, some of them happen. So this one is uh, one of them. So yeah, um, I'm, I'm happy. Thank you for, again, being here. <sighs> there is so much I want to dive into um, and ask you a million questions. So uh, bear with me. We might be all over the place, which will be the beautiful thing about um just a real raw, unedited conversation. Um, but you know what? Let's begin with the present. Like, how how are you doing? How has the season been for you, like the last six months in our lifetime? Yeah, gosh, what a great question to kick off with, right? <laughs> you know, um, this season, um, it, I've been calling this season the on-purpose season. Oh. Um, mainly because as we saw this season kind of, enter right and this season really kick off a few months ago um for me and for our family and my husband austin and three kiddos our son gino and twin daughters ellery and josie nine eight and eight hmm. we really decided that we were going to embrace this season as the on purpose season um that we weren't going to use this season as kind of a victim season or kind of a dread season, right? Um, that we were going to use this season to, to really pay attention to what, um, what God in the universe was planting in terms of on purpose. And so this season for me um, really has been about getting quiet. Um, it's, it's really been a season of uh, getting back in touch with nature. For me personally, it's been about a season of 
developing content professionally. Um, it's been about a season of really plugging into my family, which was much needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really been a beautiful season of personal growth for me on a personal and professional level. Um, and you know, again, it's, it was, it started with a mindset that we were going to use this as an on-purpose season. Wow. That's amazing. That's one of the answers. One of the first answers I've received really, um, uh, so positive and, and so full of, of hope and inspiration really. And especially not knowing, like at the beginning, if we look back in March, like nobody knew how long will this be happening. And it seems like you are like, this is going to be the purpose the purpose thing we we're gonna we're gonna jump in it and do it um so yeah thank you for uh for your honest answer sure absolutely yeah, yeah. and you know um you know as, as someone which I think a lot of listeners you probably can relate as somebody who likes to have control right mm-hmm. and as a the human brain just likes control and the human brain does not like the unknown um yeah. and so you know this season it, it was challenging um but gosh, so many beautiful lessons have come out of it in terms of really stepping into your fear and really embracing the unknown and, um, you know, using it, like I mentioned, as that on purpose season. Um, and, and our mindset runs, runs the show, right? When it, when it comes to fear and, and needing to kind of let hands off of the steering wheel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jamie, you mentioned getting quiet. I love that because I've been definitely working on the getting quiet, being still and really being present with myself. So I'm wondering as a woman of, you know, three children, um, wife, business owner, um, coach, teacher, and you, you do so much in life. How do you get into this getting quiet with yourself? What is your self time look like? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I really embraced um, the journey, the self journey of self nourishment about five and a half years ago. I'm a licensed clinical social worker by trade, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and, and I really always pride, pride, really prided myself on making time for me, but it really wasn't truthfully until about five and a half years ago where I um, really fully stepped into my power and giving myself permission to engage in consistent and self-disciplined self-nourishment strategies. And um, part of that kind of what I call my self-nourishment plan, um, part of that plan is um, quiet time. Part of that plan is engaging in um, self-nourishment activities that bring me joy Um, And for Mm -hmm. me, that looks like uh, finding my yoga mat. Um, And some days that looks like stretching. Some days that looks like a full power yoga practice. Mm -hmm. Some days that looks like just laying on my yoga mat in the sunshine, doing some deep breathing. Um, You know, sometimes getting quiet looks like a hike in nature. We're so blessed. We live just about an hour and a half southwest of Chicago. So Mm -hmm. we have Starbrock State Park. We have a lot of areas to go hiking, um, a lot of greenery. Uh, And so sometimes that looks like going hiking or some days it's a bike ride. Some days yesterday morning, it was a seven mile run by myself listening to a podcast. Um, So self-nourishment for me in terms of quiet 
um, looks like a lot of things depending on what my body is telling me it needs. Um, you know, and that has just been amped up in this on purpose season, largely truthfully, because I've made it a priority. Um, we've had a little extra time on, in this on purpose season. Um, so I've gotten more quiet, um, you know, but it's looked, it, it's looked like a lot of different quiet, um, in this on purpose season. Yeah, I love that. I, I do a lot of the things you named uh, myself. And, you know, one of the gifts I would say of this purpose season, I love it, I'm going to call it the purpose season, is that I got to spend a lot of time outside. And I live uh, in Chicago, right near the lake. So not until this season that I got to spend so much time um, enjoying the sun, getting a swim, because really, when I remember last summer, it seemed like I was just busy with doing, doing, doing a lot of things um, and not really getting quiet in the nature uh, like like this season. And I, I really appreciate that. I really feel the gratitude. Like, thank you. This is actually a gift. Um, and yeah, speaking of the unknown, the fears, the chaos, uh, there's a lot to learn from this time. There's a lot of gift, like noticing what I didn't notice before and seems like you're, you're in it um, yourself. What would be some things you would say, um, like the positives you're, you're yeah. noticing or getting for yourself and for your family from this? Yeah, season? yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, one, one of the one of the real positives that um, my husband Austin and I really noticed at the beginning of this season um, has really been in our community. We saw a lot of families out and about together. Um, you know, we too, right. Um, looking at last summer and, um, you know, summers before that, it was just hustle and bustle. It was to baseball game. It was to gymnastics. Mm -hmm. It was to, you know, get togethers with friends. It, it was to all the things. And in this season, one of the very first things we noticed was families were out bike riding together. Families were out taking walks together with their dogs, right? Um, and so that's one of the first things that we really noticed about other families and our family was we were just reconnecting as a family um, instead of high-fiving at the door and running our separate ways, for example. Um, so that's been one of the lessons that we've really learned this season at the very beginning was um, just families seem to be really checking in with each other. Um, another, you know, really beautiful lesson uh, that I feel like I've taken away from this season is really learning and continuing to pay attention to my intuition. Um, you know, when we get quiet, we allow our body to do the talking for us. Mm -hmm. um, and so some days that's looked like sleeping in. Some days that's looked like connecting with an old friend via Zoom or FaceTime. Um, you know, some days that's, that's looked like performing a cellular detox day, nutritionally speaking. Um, some days, you know, that's looked like playing and engaging in play more. Um, so, you know, one of the big lessons has really been learning to plug into my body and allow my body to do the speaking for me. Um, and that's been evident this season. Um, you know, if I have if I had to come up with kind of a third kind of quote unquote lesson that I've personally taken away in this season, it's really just following the joy. 
Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Danielle Laporte's book. Um, and she talks a lot about, um, you know, identifying your core desired feelings and then leading all decisions and relationships with those core desired feelings. The book is called The Desire Map. Mm-hmm. And um, this season, it's really been about leading with joy. Um, and so professionally, I've made a lot of decisions leading with joy. Um, personally, in relationships, I've, I've made a lot of decisions leading with joy. Um, and then from a personal growth standpoint, um, I've made a lot of decisions leading with joy. And so that's been a lesson or a silver lining of this season has been uh, reconnecting with core desired feelings and then leading decisions using those core desired feelings. Mm, I love that. And um, I wrote down family reconnection, which is something that happened, um, unfolded for me. And I'm so grateful that I got more time to spend with mom, with my aunt. Uh, my family is, is small and I have just few members here in Chicago. But even even that was such a big addition to, to my own fulfillment, to the joy and to growth. So I, I really appreciate um, that changing in my life. Uh, the reconnection, like the deeper level. And um, I want to ask you, Jamie, something from my personal question. You mentioned self-consistency, the discipline. And I got to tell you, I really adore you for that. Um, you, you have amazing social media. You're always posting. You're always sharing. You're always inviting people to participate and, you know, to live a more fulfilling life. And I... I still work on that, you know, the self-discipline and consistency. Like for me, it isn't easy to come up with ideas and like jump on projects and have fun a little bit. And this podcast is one of them. I will see how long this will go and where it will take me. But I feel like I do drop things, either it be jobs or career ideas, even relationships. So you have been rocking your consistency like in every area of your life. What are the secrets of your consistency? Tell me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What a good question. Okay. So when it comes to self-discipline and consistency, I love, love, love talking about this. So thanks for asking, Sammy. So Mm -hmm. it comes down to giving yourself permission, truthfully. Um, Self-discipline is like any other muscle. So think about it, right? When you're trying to grow a bicep muscle, for example, you go to the gym and you consistently work on that bicep muscle. It's not going to de- develop overnight. Mm-hmm. It's not going to develop if you're not working the bicep muscle, right? And for a lot of people, that would be lifting weights and plugging into your nutrition, right? Right. And self-discipline comes down to a simple decision. And as human beings, most tend to overcomplicate that simple decision. Many overcomplicate the simple decision because of things like self-sabotage and fear, right? Fear of being successful, fear of being judged, fear of not being good enough, right? And so lots of people have these really great ideas, many of which you mentioned, right? Mm -hmm. And they go in full force at 110%. But then what we notice in human behavior is a majority of people, right, tend to kind of fall off on their self-discipline and their self-motivation. 
And a lot of that is because they're not willing to make that initial simple decision, right? That they're worthy, that they're worth it, that Mm -hmm. they're worthy of success, that they're worthy of seeing that bicep muscle grow, that they're worthy of seeing that podcast be wildly successful, that they're worthy of earning six figures and beyond this year, right? Many aren't willing to make that initial simple decision. And then many aren't willing to push through when the barriers show up, the self-sabotage, the, the gossiping behind the back, the no's, right? The technical mm-hmm. difficulties, the I don't have enough viewers or as many as I thought I was going to have, right? Those, self, those self-put expectations. So it comes down to a simple initial decision and then being willing to exercise that self-discipline muscle long enough and consistently enough to be able to push through the growth areas. Because that's truly, Sammy, where the magic happens, where we can push through those self-limiting beliefs. Um, You know, that's where we really then solidify the concept and the skill of self-discipline. You know, it really is truly a skill, just like every other skill. Um, And for me, it really comes down to being wildly passionate about sharing gifts, my spiritual gifts with other people. And you mentioned social media. Social media is just one beautiful tool I'm grateful for every single day that I get to reach people all over the country, all over the world and share my spiritual gifts, um, you know, and do it very consistently. Because what if I decided one day not to do that? I might miss sharing the gifts with the person that was praying for my gift, right? And because of my lack of self-discipline, my gifts never got to reach the ears or the eyes of that person who was praying for my gifts to show up in their life. Mm, I love that. Uh, Yeah, you know, service to others has been a, a big thing for me. And some days I don't feel like talking to people or reaching out, calling, checking on them. But at the end of the day, it's like, uh, it's, it's not always about me. You know, like you said, if I'm not sharing the gifts, it's kind of like I'm taken away from, from others or uh, I'm not allowing myself to be heard and seen. And those self-limiting beliefs you mentioned, those are, those are like the, the, the usual suspects of like blocking me, you know, and you, you have this term, you use roadblocks. And I want you to get more into that. But like self-limiting beliefs are these fears. And for me, fears is like false evidence appealing or appearing to be right. And it's usually for myself, it's what other people will think or say. The fear of being abandoned, rejected. Um, So those are just my own that I'm working on constantly. So one of the best, um, you know, mindset shifts and, you know, I would encourage all listeners to commit to, to making this decision today is, you know, when we have crises or we have quote unquote roadblocks, right, um, come up in our life, I would really empower everyone to view those as, right, view those as detours, beautiful detours of God in the universe 
just simply guiding you in the direction that you're meant to go. Um, you know, those really, those really are what roadblocks are. We mentioned this on purpose season, right? I know it's so easy to look at this season with, you know, a negative set of lenses, right? Um, yeah. Gosh, you know, I see so much about 2020 is awful. When's 2021 coming, right? right. Um, you know, and truthfully, like, 2020 this season has been such a beautiful detour yes it's been hard people have lost their jobs you know um people have struggled financially people obviously have struggled with their health right but 2020 has been a beautiful detour for a lot of people it's allowed people to really focus on why it's important to be healthy and why it's important to address your wellness on a whole body wellness level it's allowed people to really understand that a job is simply just a job, right? That family is everything when you really unpeel the onion layers, right? This mm -hmm. detour of 2020 and this season has allowed people to really understand that sometimes you need multiple streams of income, that jobs are sometimes very disposable, um, you know? And so again, these roadblocks and these crises are really just simple, powerful detours in the right direction. And I've had many of those in my own life. Mm. That's very true. Yeah. Depending on just one jab. And I see that for myself um, in unknown times like today could be very challenging. And, you know, I also see a lot of people uh, isolating, you know, the solitude, which comes into um, I don't know, perhaps the negative, you know, being, staying away from people, staying away from in-person contact. And I know you are always surrounded by people. You, you have a tribe. Um, how do you, how do you keep yourself in this time or maybe some tips of how could people connect? Because for me, it's, it's crucial. Like I do a lot of virtual connections right now. Every single day I need to speak out my mind because for me, it's like get in my head. I'm dead. There's a lot going on in there. And if I'm not surrounded by people who support me, who get me the tribe, um, it's, it's bad news. How, how are you doing that? How, what's your tribe look like these days? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I, I think um, what, you know, my observation was um, at the beginning of this season, people really struggled with the idea that social connection was going to be limited. And I really do feel like people felt a lot of fear about that. Um, um, you know, I think first and foremost, it's very important to do a little soul searching and identify are you fearful of social isolation and are you filling your day with social engagement because you're avoiding your own personal work, your own personal BS, as I call mm -hmm. it, um, because it's really easy to, uh, to, to avoid getting quiet with ourselves by filling it with other people's stuff. So that would be my first question I would empower you to ask yourself is, am I really yearning for social connection or am I um, socially connecting and engaging because getting quiet or the thought of getting quiet is really scary to me? Um, mm -hmm. And if 
the answer is yes, then I would really encourage you to create a level of self-discipline to spend some quiet time each morning with yourself. Um, you know, but when you're thinking about, you know, social connection and having a tribe on a larger kind of lighter scale, um, you know, social interaction is in my top three self-nourishment um, strategies. Social connection, I am a massive extrovert. I've always been. My son Gino is the exact same way. <laughs> I'm very driven um, by human beings. I love, I love meeting new people. I love hearing stories. Like I mentioned, I'm a licensed clinical social worker by trade. Um, I just love the energy of like-minded people. And so having people around me and having, um, having a tribe has always been very important for me. Um, and so during this season, I have been very intentional about creating opportunities to stay plugged into my people and new people. And some of that has looked like virtual Zoom coffee or wine dates. Some of mm -hmm. that has looked like just simply run, going out running or bike riding and waving to people. Some of that has looked like this, recording podcasts. Some of that, you know, has really looked like um, we have a beautiful, happy, healthy, fit community. My husband and I own a lifestyle brand and a holistic wellness business. So we have a really beautiful up-level tribe of incredible human beings. And so for me personally, staying plugged into that happy, healthy, fit community has been extremely impactful during this on-purpose season and truthfully 365 days a year. Wow. I love it. Yeah, I, I had the honor to, was it a few years back, to go on this wonderful trip, uh, road trip with you and, and Austin and um, attend this amazing uh, weekend in Nashville. And I really got to meet some of your tribe and the wonderful people you surround yourself with and your brand is rocking. So I encourage everyone to check out um, Happy Healthy Fit. You know, Jamie, I, I might be going a little bit back, but it seems like you really um, have this personality and you just, you believe in yourself, you trust yourself. And like you say, you give yourself permission. Did you always knew this is what you want to do is to, to help people, to serve people, to create, uh, to have your own business? Uh, going back, I believe licensed clinical social worker was your first step. Was that, or am I wrong? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And what a great question, Sammy. Um, you know, growing up, um, you know, my mom um, is, an, is an incredibly strong woman. Um, she, my mom lost her, her, her biological mom when my mom was eight, very, very unexpectedly. Um, my mom also lost um, a large, large majority of her hearing um, when I was, gosh, two years old. Um, you know, my mom, you know, then lost her, her dad, who she was raised by uh, largely, a majority of her childhood raised by my grandpa Gino, unexpectedly about, gosh, 20 years ago in a car accident. Um, so my mom is a very, very strong, assertive uh, go-getter. She, um, she really is just a strong, resilient woman. And so she was always, and still is to this day, an incredible role model for me when it comes to really standing in your truth, um, owning your fierceness, as I call it, 
um, and just being a strong woman, um, you know, and then my dad, um, you know, my dad played college football. My dad has always embraced self-nourishment and wellness. My dad is an entrepreneur. Um, my dad is a third generation business owner started by my great grandparents. Um, you know, my dad uh, had open heart surgery when he was 32 years old um, he received a diagnosis of multiple myeloma about eight years ago and had a stem cell transplant at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. Um, you know, my dad is an extremely self-disciplined human being. And so you take the two of them, um, you know, I was raised in a very positive, um, resilient, um, life is a gift um, you can be anything you want to be. Uh, we are put on this earth to embrace our spiritual gifts and share those with other people. Um, you know, that, that was the, those were the messages that I received growing up. Life is fun. Life is meant worth living. Um, you know, pivots are just beautiful detours. Um, mindset is everything. Um, you know, those were some of the messages I received growing up and I still receive as an adult, right? And so, um, you know, I did get my psychology degree from the University of Illinois. I went on to get my master's degree in social work from Loyola there in Chicago by you, Sammy. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I went on to get my licensed clinical social work certificate. I've always had a heart of service. I've always loved to help people. Um, my motto was kind of everyone's story matters. I loved listening to stories. I loved empowering people, um, you know, and, and I embraced all of that until about five and a half years ago, um, where professionally, I decided to go on my own personal growth journey. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I found this incredible tribe of people. Um, I went on my own physical transformation journey, um, which brought along, um, a mindset and spiritual growth journey as well. Um, you know, and I, I dove into myself and I learned incredible vulnerable things about myself. Um, and around that same time, Sammy, I learned very quickly that, um, you know, I loved helping other people feel amazing so they could unlock their true potential um, and for a lot of people, that was physical potential and financial and personal growth potential. Um, I love social work. I love um, empowering people, but I truly love being able to help people find physical and financial freedom on their own terms. Um, you know, and that is what my parents really taught me as an entrepreneur was, um, you know, it's okay to give yourself permission to, um, you know, own your fierceness and design your own life physically and financially, um, to have the freedom to, um, you know, take a Tuesday and go boating with your family because you can, um, you know, to give yourself permission to have the physical freedom to feel your best. So you have the energy um, to go for a long seven mile bike ride with your kiddos on a Sunday afternoon and not have to say no because you're exhausted. Um, you know, that was my childhood. And when I fully embraced that five and a half years ago, that was the game changer for me. 
um, was giving myself permission to own my physical and financial freedom. Wow. Love it. Thank you for sharing that uh, vulnerable um, story of a little bit of your family background. I did not know. So it was really, really good to, to review with you. And yeah, I, I adore, I adore your childhood, <clears throat> excuse me, and all the positive messages you got. And I was listening to uh, Ram Das, uh, the spiritual teacher who, who passed recently. And, you know, he was talking about um, how we are victimized as a society, some of us. And a lot of that, the messages would be like, you don't understand. I had a terrible childhood. That's why I can't succeed. I can't, that's why I can achieve. And as I'm going through my own um through my own journey and, and development, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of the messages that I adopted from my family that was quite opposite of yours. Uh, you got to work, you got to work hard. You're nobody to, you know, to be independent or to own your own business. But you know, today, I don't have to live by that. And this is what I'm working on to, to grow the mindset like yourself that give myself permission to do what I want. It takes time to re-record, like, so to speak, to re-matrix the, the beliefs, but you, you really inspired me by uh, giving yourself permission because if I don't, then most likely no one else out there will, you know? Absolutely. And you're right on. The first step is making that decision that you don't have to repeat that cycle, right? You mm -hmm. don't have to repeat even if even if even that audio cycle, right? I say that that um, that CD that plays in our brain, right? You don't have to repeat that cycle. Um, and also being really intentional about who you're surrounding yourself with, because energy attracts energy, right? And so mm -hmm. as you're going to work really hard on re, you know, rewiring that CD, it's going to be really important that um, you surround yourself with people who are speaking like messages, um, because it's really easy for those old stories to take over when you're not surrounding yourself with people who are empowering you and pushing you to the next level and speaking a very like-minded message, um, mm. you know, so being very intentional about um, who, who you're holding space for and who you're allowing into your energy field. That's huge. Yeah. Thank you for this reminder. I, I totally agree, you know, in this cliche saying you become who you surround yourself with. And that's so true because the messages are, are everything. And um, I know that by now for myself. And, you know, you mentioned, um, Jamie, the successes of like physical success, financial, emotional, mental and relationships. And I think until we work on each area, there is no like overall fulfillment, because I found myself, you know, historically, I would only go for the physical and financial, you know, I'm going to work out, I'm going to eat good, and I need a lot of money. But what about my relationships? What about my emotional mental health, you know, and um, that's, that's today, I know that I need to put work into every area of my life. And speaking of relationships, Jamie, you, you have a beautiful marriage for a long time. Um, would you mind sharing some of your successes? Sure. Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned, um, I'm married. My husband is Austin. He's actually fishing with our three kiddos right now. Um, 
Austin and I met, oh my gosh. So I love to share that Austin, um, cause I know some of your listeners will relate to this. Um, when they tell you opposites attract, uh, mm-hmm. embrace that. Um, because <laughs> Austin, when we met, oh my gosh, 20 years ago, um, mm-hmm. Austin and I were complete opposites and we still are complete opposites. Um, mm-hmm. Austin, my husband, is just an all-around incredible human being, but he's a left-handed, he is extremely creative, he fares on the fares on the side of an introvert. Um, at that time, he had no interest in personal growth. Um, you know, he um, was away at college on the East Coast playing soccer and lacrosse, studying environmental design. Um, we did not know each other, and we actually met at a graduation party. He had come to meet someone else oh. um, for a potential dating relationship, and we met. Um, and from day one, um, we really complimented each other and really taught so much to each other. Um, you know, he taught me to get grounded and I taught him to push the envelope and stay out past his curfew. I always say, um, you know, I brought a lot of fun and a lot of social peers and he brought, um, you know, again, unplugging and spending quiet time in nature. He's a huge nature lover. He's a fisher, fisherman. He's a hunter. Um, so we've complimented each other from day one, but we dated long distance for a long time. He was on the East Coast. I was in the Midwest. He went over to Europe to play soccer for a summer. Um, you know, I lived in Chicago. He lived in the Chicago suburbs. So we did distance for a long time, which worked for us because it allowed me to continue a personal growth journey on my own, right? Um and so we dated a long time before we got engaged or married. Um, and then um, we moved up to the Northwest suburbs. Um, you know, we, we decided to start a family. Uh, and we learned very quickly uh, that we would be um, stepping into a really long and, um, you know, at the time, challenging infertility journey. Um, you know, we found out that we were going to struggle to get pregnant. Um, and that was really the first time where we had to go to work on growing our marriage. Um, because if, if you're a listener and you've been through an uh, infertility journey, you know uh, that there's a, a lot of things that come along with an infertility journey. Um, you know, your marriage um, grows a lot or it crumbles. Um, and that's just the truth. And so we, we embarked on an infertility journey uh, very early on in our marriage, uh, actually during year one of our marriage. Um, and uh, by the grace of God in modern science, uh, we were able to get pregnant with our son, Gino. And then um, shortly after that, um, our twin daughters were born 15 months. Gino was 15 months old. And we stepped into parent, parenting three children under the age of two. Um, and that, that there took our marriage to another level, um, you know, and so we've just had, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of opportunities to grow our marriage, long distance, infertility, parenting three children under the age of two, 
Then my dad was diagnosed with cancer and Austin was laid off from his job around the same time, which then detoured us back here to central Illinois, closer to family, which truthfully would have never happened if those things, those detours would have never happened. Um, and so we came back closer to family and that allowed us to, um, step into um, our Happy Healthy Fit Lifestyle brand and meet this incredible tribe of people and become entrepreneurs um, and go on a beautiful personal growth journey individually and continue a couple's personal growth journey. Um, you know, our marriage, just like every marriage, has ups and downs and ebbs and flows, um, but we from day one have committed uh, to really pouring into ourselves and growing ourselves as individuals so we could in return um, grow our marriage and there, you know, and then in return, of course, um, you know, allow that to bleed over into our parenting and into those that we serve in our community and beyond. Wow, that's beautiful. And, you know, what's going through my mind is like the walls, the wows you get when you get married, um, you're going to care for one another no matter what, sick or well, like you, you're doing them. And what inspires me the most that all these roadblocks, all these challenges and, and losses, it seems like it inspired you to work harder, to get closer, to, to be together in, in new ways, whereas for some people, it's the end. You know, it gets too hard. It gets too complicated gets stressful all the limiting beliefs rise up and it's like yikes divorce and mm -hmm. i i love how yours you work on it with all your heart and soul on your marriage it's beautiful you know what i will say to kind of piggyback off that um because it, it kind of popped into my head as i was sharing that is you know i think you know you also as human beings we really need to give ourselves permission to to like like i mentioned earlier really follow those core desired feelings right um being willing to grow in your relationships but also being willing to just give yourself permission if it doesn't feel good anymore if it's not in alignment if um you know your path is not going in the same direction and you've put the work in it's okay it's okay to give yourselves permission um, to just recognize that maybe that's the end point. You know, just like with a job. If you're in a job and it feels not joyful, it feels like a chore, it doesn't feel super passionate, um, you know, you're not feeling super supportive um, or supported, um, you know, it's okay to recognize that as soon as you can kind of get that energy out, new energy and opportunities will show up. Um, but those yeah. new energies and opportunities and relationships um, and all of the above will not show up until you create the space for those to show up. Um, so, you know, know that um, I think as a, as a culture, you know, we, we struggle with fear and change. Um, and because we fear change, um, we, we typically deal with a lot of resistance. And um, in that resistance comes the blockage of new 
opportunities and spiritual gifts to show up. And that, that goes for relationships also. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, giving the permission to stay or to go, which is often for me, like, how do I know what's the right thing to do? We kind of ponder and again, the limiting belief starts to rise up like, oh, I don't want to be a quitter. Maybe I should stay, but if it doesn't feel right, maybe I should go. Um, and I feel that just a, a journey that happens in within and um, the more I trust myself, the more solid um, decisions I can make. And um, Jamie, to, to end our conversation, I wanted to ask um, if you want to share anything you're doing nowadays, any events, uh, workshops that people could tune in if they want to learn more and do more. Sure. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I feel like coming out of this season, I had mentioned my on-purpose season, I've done a lot of professional um, just content creation, right? Like that was one of the beauties of this season is um, you know, being able to slow down and really create things and manifest things that I wasn't truthfully creating the time to do in the past. So um, I feel like I have a lot coming in this next season, which is super exciting. And a majority of my content and a majority of my workshops and speaking engagements, both in person and virtual um, I share over on my uh, Facebook, uh, Jamie Stewart Taylor, um, also over on my Instagram. Um, I also have a website uh, that I share my information, again, content, workshops. I do some one-on-one -on -one growth coaching, some small group growth coaching for women. If you're really looking to step into your power, own your fierceness, and really looking to kind of take your own whole body wellness to the next level. Um, and that would be Jamie Lynn with one and Taylor.com. Um, you know, and you had mentioned our happy, healthy fit lifestyle brand. Um, that's over on Instagram. Um, you know, we're welcoming new people each and every single day who have been praying for a physical and financial solution uh, that allows them time flexibility um, I'm hopping on a call here in just a few minutes with a young gal to talk mm. a little bit about what that might look like for her. Um, so we're welcoming new people into that happy, healthy, fit tribe every single day. Um, and you're welcome to check that out if um, what we've talked about today feels in alignment with you. Um, and, you know, your listeners, as you know, Sammy, are welcome to contact me, um, you know, anytime. Um, you know, I firmly believe that um, just like you and I were placed in each other's lives, um, that it is not by accident, um, you know, that that is that is part of life. And that that is part of the reason that, um, you know, we are so mindful about the, the five people we spend the most time with, um, because you will begin to have people planted in your life with incredible opportunities um, that you personally have been praying for. So, there's lots going on, and a lot of that is shared on my social media outlets. Jamie, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for all that you said, and uh, I wish you a wonderful the rest of the day. Thank you so much for having me. This was so joyful, and um, have an awesome Sunday. We'll talk soon. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Jamie. Bye now. Hi, it's me again. I have a question for you. Would you like to be on my podcast? Do you or someone you know have a story to tell? 
Would you like to share your journey with me and inspire others to speak theirs? If so, feel free to contact me through my Instagram and Facebook accounts. You can find me by my name, Sammy Barks. Like the doggy. Woof!